Hello, my friends. Uh, Skip here again uh, for another podcast of The Matrix Has You. It's a bit of an awkward name, I know, but I'd like to keep that idea in front of myself and hopefully in front of you also, because I do believe that we do exist in really what is, by all practical sense, a false reality. I think that, uh, as I said in my last podcast, I think the founders of most major religions uh, know that, although uh, I think the religions themselves have forgot that, and we're going to talk about that in in this uh, particular podcast. But I really think that uh, we are, we have developed over millennia, a false reality, a false dichotomy, a false dualism, that really what would solve so much of our issues is if we could all just live outside of the dualistic nature of the matrix that we have created. Um, Maybe that makes me a dreamer. I'm okay with that. I think I'm in pretty good company. Uh, when it comes to that particular dream. Will we ever see it? I don't know. You know, you you never know what the universe is going to hand humanity, that's for sure. Uh, I do believe, though, that in the past, I would say, six years, uh, we have really been exposed to the need to rise above or move out of the current reality, the current false reality that we have created and I say we because I'm a part of it too, folks. I, you know, I just want to name that, that I have made many a mistake in my day. And I was very much a part of, for a very long time, a part of systems that perpetuated dualism. And um, I, I think all human beings leave a, leave a bit of a trail of wreckage behind them when we live out of that false reality. I know that I did also. I want to talk today uh, about religion, uh, more over about human systems, really, that we have established. Uh, in my last podcast, you heard me talk about uh, Jesus and the Christ mind, Buddha and the Buddha mind. Um, we could look at Hinduism. We could look at uh, the Baha'i faith. We could look at uh, Islam, we could look at, you know, uh, Taoism. In every instance, there is some sort of notion that we have to transcend, uh, that the founders of these religions, uh, the teachings, at least the original teachings of these religions, were designed for us to transcend our current reality. And there's a reason for that, um, because the current reality, as I have stated, and will continue to state over and over again, is really a false notion of reality. Um, What happens, though, is that these founders, these these thinkers, these these people who have gotten free of the matrix, of the false self-reality, what happens is we humans who are still in the matrix, still caught in that false reality, we don't know what to do with that information. Some people grasp it and move out of the false matrix. Most people, I would have to say, most people simply uh, 
don't know what to do with a transcendent being such as Buddha or Jesus or Muhammad. Uh, you know, most people, uh, for instance, the medieval Catholic Church didn't know what to do with some of the mystics and saints, uh, the female ones, uh, or the male ones for that matter. But, uh, you know, they would build special rooms and lock them away. The fe- some of the female mystics would spend their whole life in a room. Um, it, we just don't know what to do with that information because it is really the next paradigm that's speaking to us. And if there's one thing I have learned, it is that human beings cannot understand the next paradigm. We can only experience it. Uh, so part of my hope for this podcast is to offer you some experience of the next paradigm. So what I want to talk about now is, is the establishment of systems that perpetuate the matrix, that perpetuate the false self. And I would be remiss, you know, I, if I talked about any religion other than Christianity, um, I have studied Buddhism, I have studied Hinduism, I have studied uh, the world religions in college uh, and in the courses of study to become a minister uh, that I am no longer. Uh, however, I, I, I think that uh, it would be disingenuous of me not to stick with the tradition that I was brought up in, uh, that I was ordained in, and that I really uh, consequently left. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, there were many reasons why I left the Christian church, but, but uh, one of them is that I just grew out of it, that it no longer served for me the purpose, that it became obvious to me that what was going on was the preservation of an institution of dualism. Uh, and I struggled to understand that for a very long time. I struggled to understand uh, why, even amongst uh, people who are ordained or licensed uh, or, or pastors of some sort, that there has to be these dualistic notions of separation. Um, I remember uh, having a conversation in the early 2000s. Uh, I came into the ordained ministry in a very uh, sort of roundabout way. Uh, I sort of aged in. I didn't have to go uh, to graduate school. I was allowed to come in through uh, my age and through the level of study that I had completed uh, through five years of, of courses of study. So it was sort of a non-traditional way in which I entered the ministry. And I remember um, people who had entered the ministry in a more traditional fashion uh, actually telling me that I was not legitimate, that that these ways of coming in weren't legitimate compared to them. And, you know, if there's any place that should be free of dualism, I would hope it would be, you know, a religious institution, but it is not. And here is why. Because religious institutions are really human constructs. And if you have heard anything in these podcasts, it is that the human construct is false. Now, religion can possibly make us a more moral person. Uh, it can put boundaries and guardrails on, on life. It, I, and I'd really believe it can serve 
as a temporary stop for people to learn. But at some point, one has to uh, eject themselves, move away from, grow through the systems of religion because they are based in dualism. I remember at a very young age, my, my grandmother, who was a, a Pentecostal, uh, would take us to church and it would just scare the hell out of me or scare the hell into me because it was all very dualistic. It was all very much about rules and morals and behaviors. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that, uh, you know, we as humans need boundaries and we need guardrails. We can do some really bad stuff to ourselves and to other people. But I think once you realize that there is a matrix that you're caught in and, and you begin to function outside of that, I think you can look back a little bit from that next paradigm and, and say to yourself, wow, you know, if, if we just would have listened to that love part rather than all this scary stuff, if we just would have allowed real relationship uh, and real love to be shared, uh, there would have been a heck of a lot more transformation going on. But here's the problem. Here's the challenge is that human beings who are very much a part of the matrix, they don't want transformation. They want self-preservation. And that mantra began to repeat itself in my head that, that what these institutions are about, uh, regardless of the religious affiliation, and I would say this also about educational and economic institutions, any institution in the matrix, in the self, false self-created reality that we live in, is about self-preservation and not transformation. It's only when you begin to see things outside of that false reality that we can begin to talk about transformation, because that's really what I believe uh, the Christ, the Buddha, you know, these great mystics of the Middle Ages, these great mystics of all religions are trying to tell us that we are uh, trying to, they're trying to encourage us to, to evolve beyond dualism, beyond right or wrong. And if you look at uh, institutions, our criminal justice institutions, our educational institutions, our religious institutions, they are firmly ensconced. They are firmly, the roots are deep in that matrix of dualism. Now, uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, if someone uh, really is um, filled with hatred for humanity, they, they probably need to get real help. Uh, so I would hope that we live in a, at least some degree, a system where people can get help but our justice system is not about getting help. It's about punitive punishment and not healing of the soul. Uh, my point is this, that we do have to have some rules to live by. But at some point, if you continue your spiritual growth, those rules become sort of silly. And I really point to when Jesus said, you know, he's asked, what are the greatest laws? And Jesus says, you know, love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. Um, you know, we could debate what God is and what God is not. But I think Jesus is offering a, a sort of way to understand reality uh, beyond sort of linear thinking. That you don't have to follow X, Y, Z, P, D, Q, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. That if you love one another, there might be some transformative truth in that. 
I can testify to this, folks, that I have not seen truly a religious community based on that. I have seen most of it uh, based on a hierarchical, uh, those who have, those who have not, uh, the ordained are better than the laity, uh, the, the Christians are better than the others. Uh, and I know that happens in other religions also. And that, my friends, is why religion often becomes part and parcel of the matrix. It becomes just another institution to prop up the pillars of the false reality that we find ourselves in. Now, I do believe that at some point you can grow through that and grow out of it. What happens to a lot of people and what was so difficult for me to come to grips with was that I was making a good living. I was able to afford a decent life in this matrix because of the religious life I was leading. Uh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, luckily, the universe took me out of, of that situation, and I'm grateful to the universe for that. So my point is this, and I hope that I always end with a point. My point is this, that, that we... Every aspect of our human life is really bound in, to some degree or another, this false sense of reality that the great masters of the, of the universe, the great masters of humanity, the, the Christs, the Buddhas have tried to free us from, that the religious institutions, the economic institutions, uh, the institutions of law and higher learning, the institutions of economics, they're all based in false notions of reality. Uh, you know, I, I think one of the best examples of that is the difference between uh, charity and justice. That in my religious life, you know, we would have youth groups who would go do work and, you know, we would have people who would help at food banks and all that's necessary and wonderful, but no one ever stopped to think about why we need those things. Why do we need a food bank? Well, it's because our economic systems are based on have and have nots. You know, why does the youth group have to go repair uh, shacks in the South or anywhere or in the inner city go there and feed people because our institutions are based in dualism? And although it makes us feel good to do that work, and, and that work may be practically necessary, the work of, of feeding people, the work of, of uh, housing people, that, that may be necessary. In the end, what it does is just supports a system that's based in dualism. Uh, so if that makes sense to you and you're finding your way out of the matrix, uh, there's a little responsibility in there for all of us that uh, Richard Rohr, the great Catholic thinker, said that mystics are people who see the whole picture. And I hope that you're a person who sees the whole picture. Um, I'm not here to demean or judge or vilify religion uh, any more than I am to vilify or judge anything else. It's a human construct, and therefore it has missed the mark. When we are outside of the matrix at least a little bit, if we can just get a glimpse of a non-dualistic way of thinking, I think we begin to find real answers. That's my hope for you, and it's my hope for me. It's my hope for this world, folks. And I thank you for your time. Um, 
God bless you, uh, and may the universe keep you uh, searching for more answers. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.